Welcome to the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm delighted that you're here. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about easing conflict, and I'm going to share with you three types of conflict and invite you to consider the tension that you're feeling in your life right now as a result of these conflicts in a new light. So frequently, we just kind of wrap up conflict and see it as this uh, one big thing, you know, everything all wrapped together. But it can be helpful to kind of pull it apart and see the different facets of it so that we can recognize the spaces where we have potential to make a resolution and the spaces where we need someone else to play a part in that resolution. So the three types of conflict that we're going to go over today are conflict with self, conflict with a situation, and conflict with a person. In my mindful wellness class a couple of weeks ago, we talked about this topic. And it was interesting because this idea of conflict with self and with situation were ones that not very many of us think of with any level of frequency. We usually see our conflict in terms of another person's actions, and rarely do we kind of see the conflicts that are internal to us, these conflicts with self or with a situation. So I'm going to share some examples for each of these, and I want you to recognize that while the examples I share may be kind of overarching, like large life situation type things, they can uh, the conflicts that we can use this formula for can be really small everyday things. So they can range from just everyday interactions, everyday disappointments to big overarching kind of themes in our life. So keep that in mind as you listen and recognize that wherever you're at, there's a way to apply this. If you don't feel like you have one of the conflicts that exactly mirrors the ones I mentioned, then that's not a problem and that's really great. And you can just apply it to the conflicts that you may feel in your own experience. So this first one, when we kind of start to understand what conflict with self looks like, we get more familiar with it. But these are the moments when we may be disappointed with how we responded in a situation. We may be uh, disappointed at the level of productivity we had on a certain day. Um, We we feel like disappointment in ourselves. And so the conflict is kind of around where we hold ourselves up to be, our expectations, and then where we kind of land. And so we're in conflict because frequently the expectations that we have don't match where we land. And we talked a little bit about that last week in terms of lowering expectations. But in this situation, it's going to be normal that this comes up where we have a, a time or a space in our life where our reaction, our response is maybe not the best of us, right? And so in these moments, it can be really helpful to recognize that we have a resolution at hand. And while it might not be the easiest road to walk, forgiving ourselves and just letting go of whatever disappointment we're harboring against ourselves, um, whatever ill words we're using, like self-deprecation we're using. I'm so dumb. I can't believe I didn't figure that out. That was so stupid of me. I can't believe I did that. All of those things, those are kind of feeding the fire of that conflict, right? But if we can offer ourselves more gentle language and be patient with our growth and see ourselves as someone who is growing and forgive ourselves readily and graciously, a lot of times those conflicts with self can resolve. And again, this takes some time and energy to kind of get into the practice of. But once you do, it's really liberating because you realize how frequently you are in conflict with yourself. It's a lot. 
And so if we're not mindful of it, we are constantly like battling ourselves, battling the way we're showing up, battling the way that we, um, that we interact. So one of the ways that this is manifest, say for me, is in a moment when I I really have a lot to get done and I'm trying to really like knock out my to-do list. And then I get to the end of the day and I realize that I didn't make eye contact as much with my child as I like to, or that I was just so busy getting things done that I didn't stop and just take a moment to play. And so those are hard moments for me because while I like have this expectation and desire to engage with those things regularly, there are times when I don't. And so me being able to say to myself, you know what, I'm going to try again tomorrow. I'm a growing person. I did my best today. And just letting go instead of getting lost in the story of how awful I am because I was folding laundry instead of playing with my kid or recording a podcast instead, you know, whatever it was. And so in those moments, I think that it's important when we look at it from the perspective of like where the conflict sits, we have the potential and the power, the opportunity to resolve those internal conflicts with ourselves. Um, And then in the future, we can take a different action and make a different, you know, prioritize differently or whatever. But we have to be able to like kind of let go of the conflict that we had in order to give ourselves the grace and the spaciousness to move forward. So conflicts with self, those are resolutions in our control. The next one is conflict with a situation. So these are moments when we're fighting against our current experience. And this happens quite frequently, too. Um, the personal story that I'm going to share here is around infertility. So for a lot of years, probably, I would probably say 15, maybe (laughs) of, of my 40 years, I would, uh, navigate infertility like with a fight. So like, this is going to be over someday. I'm going to figure this out. I'd only have to like carry this for a certain amount of time. Or I think that, um, it's not fair. I can't believe this happened to me. I don't understand. If only I had done this, then maybe this or like completely forward and back, right? With the situation, not just being present. Like infertility is something that I navigate. And so one of the ways that I I work to resolve that is at one point I realized that um, when I was explaining my family size to people, I would always make excuses or reasons why it wasn't bigger. I'd be like, well, but I'd take more kids if I could have them. Or I like, we would love to have more, but we, we don't, or, um, this is really just like not fair or whatever the narrative was around it. I would consistently be putting myself in conflict with the situation And when I did that, I didn't give myself the opportunity to make the choices that were mine in the moment I was in. Let me give you an example. Uh, At several points along our infertility journey, we've gone to the doctor to see about doing in vitro again. At each of those times, save one when I had a miscarriage and we we had gone through with it. At each of those times, we decided we didn't want to. It wasn't a priority for us right now. It wasn't something we wanted to spend time, energy emotional reserve, um, and resources on. And so we opted not to do it at each of those points. I made a choice. We made a choice and we chose to have one child. We chose to be content with the way our family was in that moment. And so for me, by describing it to other people, 
in terms of like me not having a choice and me being helpless around it. I was like handing over the choice I had made and I was trying to just put myself at odds with the situation every every chance I got. And so one of the ways that I changed that was I stopped saying, but we'd have more if we could, or I really wish we our family was bigger, or I, I just started saying, we have one child and it's so fun, which is the literal truth at our house. And so it was such a different experience for me once I started describing my life to myself in those terms because I could see the beauty of it and I was no longer in conflict with the situation I was in. And so that's conflict with the situation. And it might be little or big things, but ultimately we can have an impact on how we view our current circumstance and really recognize the choices that we're making that allow us to come out of conflict and into like a sense of synergy with where we're at. And it doesn't mean we have to love it. It doesn't mean it has to be comfortable or that it has to be the place we want to be forever. But it does mean that we're not fighting and we're not spending all of our mental time and energy spinning forward or backward from where we are right now. And then the last one is conflict with a person. So in any interpersonal conflict, it's important to recognize at least two people have made choices and two people have created the conflict. So in that space, we again can choose and like identify the actions that are ours. And then from there, we can move forward into a place of resolution. So we can exercise discernment, see which actions are ours, and then seek a conversation, right? And if we want to resolve the conflict, if we want there to be like uh, the, the reestablishment of a relationship, or if we want there to be, you know, increased communication, if we have a need, then we bring that up in the communication, right? When we have a conversation, we bring that up. If we just want to clear the air and have a little bit of peace around how the relationship ended or what it looked like, then we can express that also. So that's where the discernment comes in. We can ask for what we need in the conflict resolution process, right? So with my, I'm going to give an example from our marriage with this. So one of the ways that we have conflict in our home sometimes is um, when my husband's out of town and then comes back, we'll have a like a re-entry period that's kind of rocky sometimes because he doesn't know what's going on because he hasn't been here. Um, and it's challenging for me to keep him updated on everything while he's out of town because I'm trying to run the show without him. And then um, he gets back and he'll do things or say things or there's just tension there because we're not on the same page about things. And we usually we usually are pretty synergistic. And so we'll have I'll you know, sometimes be short or I'll just get frustrated and I won't acknowledge like my part in the conflict. And so one of the things that I've, you know, we kind of realized this was happening consistently when he would come back from travel. And so we would stop and have a minute and be like, oh, it looks like we're just not on the same page right now. Um, let me catch you up on what's been going on. Can I catch you up on what's been going on so we can work together on this instead of us being at odds? But it took discernment, right, for me to be in that space and say, oh, it looks like this is what's going on. It's not just that we don't like each other or, you know, it's a rough day or whatever. It's that we, this, this situation and then like your interaction with me in this situation is causing us some tension. So here's how I think we could resolve it. If we just communicate and I ask for what I need, instead of just assuming, you know, like you usually do in your home, then I think we'll be in a place of resolution. And he'll say, yes, that's really helpful because I didn't know what was going on and I was just trying to do my best to help. And so in those situations, it's really helpful to recognize that like, if he had said, um, 
you know, like I'm not willing to, I need you to just roll with what I said. And, um, I don't really care what's been going on while I'm gone or that doesn't make any sense and just was dismissive. Then we probably would need to like take the conversation further so we could both be heard. But he recognized the same, the same tension. Like we were having the same conflict with each other. And so it was, we're able to walk through it together. But one of the things that I think we can really take from this conversation around these three types of conflicts is the recognition that again the resolution for two of them two of the three are within ourselves and then the rec- recognition that if it's a conflict with another person we also have opportunity to exercise discernment and like take initiative and create some sort of even if it's just a truce in the thick of the conflict and so Frequently, we feel frustrated about conflict and we carry the tension and the stress of it, maybe unnecessarily because we don't recognize the opportunities we have for resolution. So today, I hope maybe you can take just one or two of those ideas and implement them to lessen the stress of conflict in your world. One of the things I wanted to mention before I go is that I have a fall cleanse coming up and we're going to be using mindfulness, yoga, and healthy eating to reset some stress eating habits and to remember how to relax. It has been a long year and I'm talking to a lot of people who have just kind of forgotten how to relax. So we're going to connect around that. If you would like to join, feel free to reach out and I'll make a note in the show notes. Thanks so much. Till next time.